We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Now, now, see, that's the reason people struggle so. They're not going to believe anything until they talk with tongues, and then sometimes, unless they feel like they think they ought to, they're not going to believe I've got it. But you've got to believe it and confess it, and then let that take care of itself, because it's by faith you receive. So I said, Acts 2, 4 said, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Now, I'm filled with him because he's come in me. I've received him by faith. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Even if they don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost to talk with tongues, we make a sad mistake by thinking we can't learn something sometimes from them. Are you hearing me? I knew more about faith than they did. Absolutely. I told you last night, I've said it before. When I saw what the Word of God said, I believed in the Holy Ghost. I didn't see the tongues. I believed that tongues was just simply a spiritual gift, and some folks might talk with tongues, some might not. And I based my belief on 1 Corinthians the 12th chapter and the 30th verse, it says, Do all speak with tongues. There he's talking about ministering tongues, of course, you know, in public assembly and all. Don't do that. But anyway, I took it out of its setting and, and misconstrued it. But anyway, I, I, I went down to the full gospel pastor's house. We had a church in our town called Full Gospel Tabernacle. Now, it wasn't, uh, I learned later that it wasn't Assembly of God Church, but I didn't know it, and I don't think anybody else knew it. It just was called Full Gospel Tabernacle, and I'd never heard, as far as I can remember, the name Assembly of God uh, until after I'd received the Holy Ghost. But anyway, and sometime afterwards, actually. But anyway, I uh, I went to, uh, to the, I said to myself, I'm going down to the Full Gospel Preacher's house and get the Holy Ghost. Well, I said, I went down there. I said to the pastor, I came down here to see the Holy Ghost. He said, wait. Wait and seek for it tonight in the service. I said, well, it won't take me long to receive. He said, well, come on in then. I want to show you the procedure. I want you to see it again. That's the reason I'm going over it carefully. I want you to see it because there are certain laws that govern this. And when you act in obedience to those laws, it works. And when you don't, it won't work. Are you hearing me? There are laws that govern operation of electricity. If you abide by those laws, electricity works. If you don't, it won't work. Well, now, I really didn't pay any attention to them. I heard them. I, you know, I could hear the sound of their voice, but just sort of shut my ears to it. If they gave me any instructions, I don't know what they said because I didn't listen. But I did hear the sound of their voice, but I didn't pay any attention to words. But I knelt by a large chair in that living room, and I lifted my hands and said, Heavenly Father, I came down here to receive the Holy Ghost. Now, according to your word... Acts 2.38, the Holy Ghost is a gift. You said, and ye shall receive, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the 39th verse, you said, for the promise, the promise of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is unto you and to your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That includes me. And so I said to him, therefore, I know that the Holy Ghost is a gift just like eternal life and salvation and Christ is a gift. Now, I received the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. I received healing by faith. 
Now I receive the Holy Ghost by faith. And I want to thank you now that I am now filled with the Holy Ghost, that he has now come within me, that he is in me. Hallelujah. Now see, that settles that. I performed the act of receiving him. I, I confess with my mouth that I believe in my heart that he has now come to indwell me. Now I said, your word said in Acts 2, 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now I want you to notice, if you stop reading then, they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak. They didn't start talking with tongues until after they received the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? Now, now, see, that's the reason people struggle so. They're not going to believe anything until they talk with tongues, and then sometimes, unless they feel like they think they ought to, they're not going to believe I've got it. But you've got to believe it and confess it, and then let that take care of itself, because it's by faith you receive. So I said, Acts 2, 4 said, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Now, I'm filled with him because he's come in me. I've received him by faith. Now, I said, I expect to speak with tongues. I expect him who's in me. See, I acted like he's in there. I confessed he's in there. I expect to speak with tongues. I expect him to give me utterance because it said they, they began to speak as he gave them utterance. I heard somebody sometime going, we hear most, sometimes the most outlandish and silly and foolish statements made by people that are misleading. I heard somebody said, I, I tell you, and, and this fellow was, was preaching, supposed to be. And, and so he was, he said, I tell you, bless God, I believe in the Holy Ghost. It makes people talk in tongues. And I thought to myself, well, I don't, because that wouldn't be the Holy Ghost. That'd be a devil or a demon or an evil spirit. It makes people do things. I never read anywhere in the Bible where the Holy Ghost ever made anybody do anything. But I do read where demons drive and force and mech. Are you hearing me? But I read where the Holy Ghost leads and guides. He'll give you a gentle push. And here in Acts 2, 4, it says they began to speak. They began to speak. They is the subject of the sentence. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began. So they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You know, it's a vast difference between giving somebody something and making them do something. You know that? It's a vast difference of taking something that someone gives you that's given to you, receiving it as a gift, and then being forced to take something against your will. I remember when I was a nine-year-old boy, I went to live with my grandparents on my mother's side of the family. And my aunt, my mother's youngest sister, was still at home. She had not had married then. Now, she finally married. She's about 30 years old, I think, when she finally made it. <laughs> but from some reason or another she uh, she always thought you know if she needed any medicine I needed it <laughs> and whatever she took I had to take I wanted to notice I want you to know that she didn't give it to me brother she made me take it <laughs> I know there's a big difference in, in receiving a gift and being forced. 
And she was one of these folks that, that just believe, you know, that you have to take a laxative every night, so I had to. <laughs> I had to. She made me. And she'd take black broth, as we call it. Oh, dear God. Oh, Lord. You remember the old-fashioned kind. I want you to know, boy, she had to make me take it. <laughs> yeah, I sure didn't receive it. I want you to know I didn't receive it. <laughs> Amen. Well, that may be a crude illustration, but I think you get the point. <laughs> Amen. Are you hearing me? Well, it says that in the Acts of the Apostles, they received the Holy Ghost. They weren't forced into something. They weren't made to do something. They received. Here he said the Holy Ghost is a gift. Praise the Lord. And they were all filled. If you stop reading, then they're filled. You have to be filled with the Holy Ghost first. You have to receive the Holy Ghost first. You don't talk in tongues and then confess, but you receive and confess, I have the Holy Ghost, then the speaking with tongues comes. And so I said, now, Lord, I've received him. He's in me. I'm filled. Acts 2, 4 said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And it says they began to speak with the tongues of the Spirit as the Spirit gave them the utterance. Now, I said, I, he's in me. I expect him to give me utterance. I expect him to give me utterance. And I'll speak out what he gives me. Well, about that time, way down here on the inside of me, there were these words. They were strange words. I didn't know what they were. They just seemed to be sort of going around and around in me. Amen. And they just sort of seemed to come up till they got up to my throat. And then for a minute or two, I sort of choked like. And that's the reason folks choke, because they don't yield to the Spirit. And so I just started speaking speaking those words out. And I never doubted for a minute. Brother, when I started speaking one or two of them out, instead of me stopping and analyzing it in my mind, I just shut my mind off and just got my throat, my voice, my lips and tongue hooked up with my spirit and just began just to pour it out. And I spent an hour and a half just talking in tongues hard and fast as I could. Praise the Lord. Sang three songs in tongues. Went down the street to church talking in tongues. That is to myself. I didn't talk out loud. Praise the Lord. Well, now, you see, the same thing was true concerning salvation. Same law of faith worked in receiving the Holy Ghost. And I've dealt with thousands. Yes, absolutely, literally thousands of people. Tens of thousands of people. And got across America and in Canada and gotten them filled with the Holy Ghost through the years. You are listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer, the limited edition Kenneth E. Hagan Legacy Bible. It contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith bound in beautiful black genuine leather. 
It features the King James text, a concordance, and a harmony of the four Gospels offered for a special introductory price of $129.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And we got Living Faith Crusades coming up in March. Yes. Uh, we're going to two places we that's, haven't been before. That's right. March 4th through the 6th. We're going to be in Ridgely, Tennessee. Ridgely, Tennessee. Abundant Life Fellowship Church. Pastors David and Tammy Gray. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, all the people in that area, hey, uh, get the news out. Come out. We're going to have a great time. Now, then we're going to move right over there on March 7th through 9th. We're going right. to move over to Cleveland, Tennessee. That's Wednesday through Friday. Yes. At Cleveland Christian Fellowship with Pastors Mark and, and, and Margaret Strickland. It's going to be a great time. I hadn't been in Cleveland in many, many years. That's our, right. Our good friend Norval Hayes, Hayes lives in Cleveland. Yes. And I'm going to have to get a hold of him and and uh, and see if uh, we can get together when we get there. I think it's been about 1973 since we've been there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Long no, time. That, it, we've seen him. Between, oh, yeah. But that, that's the last time I've been to Cleveland, I think. Yes. I don't know. I can't. No, I've been there before. Okay. Uh, she she's going back too far. Oh, all right. All uh, you right. went back too far. Hey, but we're excited about it because I, I haven't preached in these places in years. Yes. I haven't preached in Cleveland, Tennessee in a in long, long, long time. I've That's been right. there. But and and we've never been to Ridgely. We are looking for we yes. want you to come and be with us. Get the news out, okay? Tell everybody. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Brother Hagen's life-changing teaching on Confession Brings Possession. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.